When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of the Golf Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by WorldwideGolfShops.com. Be sure to go out to WorldwideGolfShops.com for all of your equipment, apparel, and accessory needs. They've even got training aids. They've got all the great stuff from all the brands that you hear on our podcast every week. So once again, that is WorldwideGolfShops.com. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I am your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. Follow us all over social media at Golf Unfiltered. Send us an email, GolfUnfiltered at gmail.com. Hello to our friends, of course, as always, over there at thehackersparadise.com. You guys know I just spent a weekend with those folks over in Hammock Beach. Got to try a few new toys out, got to meet a lot of great people, and of course also want to say hello to our friends over at Cleveland and Srixon and Zegzio. I will be playing their equipment, of course, throughout the 2020 season, and I'm looking forward to trying a few new things that are coming out, so stay tuned for that as well. Folks, today on the show we are joined by Mr. Tommy Heerden. He is from Nicholas Design the super popular, super famous golf course design company. And he and I talk a lot about not only Nicholas Design and some of the uh, aspects that they look for in the designs that they make and the renovations that they take on, especially stateside here, but they are also hosting an incredible contest in partnership with Golf Magazine where you can actually design your dream par 4. That's something that is just every kid growing up who's played the game's dream, obviously. I mean, as the name implies. If you've grown up with the game, you have designed your own courses. I know that when I was growing up, I had a notebook that I drew out my courses in my backyard. I had this whole layout uh, that really just kind of revolved around the basketball hoop in my driveway, uh, which ended up being, of course, the flagstick, as it would you would guess that it would be and so um, Nicholas Design and Golf Magazine have taken that to just the highest level you possibly could by offering this fantastic contest and at the time of this recording when this is released you still have time to get involved in the contest and you're going to hear all about that today with our guest Tommy Heerden from Nicholas Design so sit back relax we'll be right back after a short word I know you love the game, even though it drives every single one of us crazy. Hi, this is Bill Hobson, and I host the Four Golfers Network podcast, where we celebrate golf in every way imaginable. You'll hear interviews with the biggest names in the sport, travel features, special contests, and we even take your calls. So after you listen to Adam and Golf Unfiltered, give us a try. Subscribe to the Four Golfers Network podcast. That's F-O-R-E on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Welcome back, folks. As I mentioned at the top of the show, excited to have Mr. Tommy Heerden here from Nicholas Design. Tommy, it's nice to speak with you this evening. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show, Adam. Absolutely. And, you know, this is an exciting topic that we're going to talk about, not only about golf course design, but also about a fantastic way that listeners, you can get involved with a great contest 
uh, to design your own par four. I mean, that's something that I think, Tommy, every golfer at some point in their life have either jotted down their, their favorite golf hole or, or even did a whole layout. I mean, I know I did growing up. Is that something that you, you did as well? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I, uh, when I was a kid, not knowing that I would get into this side of the industry, but uh, I built a three-hole golf course around my house. Nice. So I think uh, it's, it's certainly something every golf or most golf fans and certainly myself strive to do at one point in their life. So it's, uh, it's a fun contest that we've come up with, and we're excited to see some of the results already and uh, a few more, few more days to enter, and we're excited to see what else comes of it. So before we get into the contest itself, uh, for folks who might not know the name of Tommy Hearden, why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about what you do over at Nicholas Design? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm business development executive for Nicholas, Nicholas Design, and my main focus is working on finding new business for the company. So finding um, renovation and redesign work in the U.S. is where I focus most of my efforts. In the U.S., you know, there's not a whole lot of new development going on. There's certainly some, and we get our, our fair share of that for the company, but we're always looking to help courses reinvent um, and reimagine their uh, vision as as the course matures over 10, 20, 30 years. It changes from what the initial design intent was. So we like to come in and, and provide our services and feedback on how a course might utilize the land in different ways or, um, you know, expand on the golf course footprint. Or in some cases, they might be looking to put real estate on portions of it and might need to reroute some of the golf course. So we're always focused on that part. And uh, that's my main focus is getting that message out there into the marketplace that we're doing something different and unique in that space. And um, it, it, it's a fun challenge and a fun side of the industry to be on. It sounds like it, and, and I'm always interested to hear about where people started, and you had mentioned that this wasn't necessarily the industry that you um, saw yourself going into, and you're certainly happy in being it now, but what was what were you originally doing before you got with Nicholas Design? Yeah, so I grew up um, in and around the golf industry. I played college golf, and I always saw myself working in the golf industry, but mm-hmm. not on the design and development side, more oh, okay. so on the business side. Um, so working, uh, I worked out in Arizona for Troon Golf for a few years, and then I actually worked for Starwood and Marriott Resorts, um, got out of the golf side a little bit, but still was connected to it working at a resort that had a beautiful golf course. And um, some mutual connections of mine uh, met my now boss, Paul Stringer, who's the president of design, and they were looking to bring on someone on board, and it was just an opportunity to go to work for Mr. Nicholas's company and Nicholas design and, and just something I could not pass up. So it was mm-hmm. a, a fun and exciting opportunity. And it's been a new adventure to learn that side of the business, but it's, it, it's exciting. There's a lot that goes into it. There's, you know, you might have an idea of what it takes to build a golf course, but until you really see one being built from the ground up, you, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's quite, it's quite the thing to learn for sure. I could imagine so. And certainly even, you know, working for a name like, like Jack Nicholas, I mean, that had to be intimidating at first. It definitely was. It, and it still is to an extent, you know, we, we represent the brand and we represent his, his legacy and his name and, and working to uphold that is um, occasionally comes with, with its, different kinds of pressures but ultimately it's to an extent everybody's dream to work for 
um, such an iconic figure in within the golf industry. And Mr. Nicholas is still at 80, extremely involved in the business and working on seven or eight projects this year. Mm-hmm. And even though he's technically semi-retired, you know, he, he, he loves being out on a site and, and working on shaping a, a new piece of property or even going back to some of his old properties and seeing how he can improve on his original design that he did 20, 30 years ago. So it's great to see his passion and it kind of feeds down through the company and, and whether it's on the design side or even the marketing and licensing side, which we have kind of a cool mix with this contest that we're talking a little bit about here mm-hmm. is it's design focused, but it also gets into the Nicholas brand and, and, and our messaging and everything that we do at our company. So, so let's dive into the contest a little bit. I understand sure. that this is in uh, conjunction with golf magazine, of course. And, and I also understand that where the contest are, how it came to be is kind of an interesting story. How did that all unfold? Yeah, it's a great story. So we back, uh, this summer, we had an intern and we were sitting down or I was sitting down with our marketing and licensing team as well as our intern. And we were just reviewing some of our social media, um, plans for upcoming in our Nicholas newsletter that goes out monthly and just kind of going through that. And we were just kind of sitting around the idea table, so to speak, and mm-hmm. ta- talking about ideas and what we could do. And our, our intern goes, well, what about a design challenge? And, <laughs> and we said, well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, what, what if we did something in a contest where we, you know, tried to get people to design a golf course or a par four and, and, uh, and give us their vision and just get them involved and interacting with, with our brand and everything. And we're like, wow, that's a great idea. And then, <laughs> It, it really evolved from there, but I mean, it shows the power of, I guess, young thinking and just having a fresh mind and an intern come in and, and give us such a great idea. And, and we brought it to our, our friends at golf magazine and, and they just, they just ran with it. And so we took a few months to kind of put all the pieces together on what would be some of the best deliverables. And, um, you know, we went back and forth on a par four, par three or par five or, a couple holes or one hole. And so it's, it's turned into what it is now and it's create your dream par four. Really. You know, we didn't want to give it too many restraints on has to have water or has to be on the ocean or, um, you know, anything like that. We wanted people to build, build it and, mm-hmm. and see, you know, see what people love. You know, and it's such a great idea. And you're right, those young minds, they have a tendency of, of coming up with some, <laughs> some pretty decent yeah. ideas. Yeah. Um, and listeners, you could go out to golf.com slash design contest to see exactly what we're talking about. It's still ongoing at the time of this, when this will release. And Tommy, you know, it's called the the, uh, the Build Your Dream Par 4. And I love this passage yeah. from the contest itself. You're handed an empty plot of land upon which to to, to design a par 4. The only boundaries are the limits of your imagination. I mean, that basically just just gives everybody who's interested in this literally a blank slate. Uh, And you had mentioned that you weren't going to be too restrictive. Uh, I imagine that you're already receiving some submissions. Uh, Have people really been pushing the limits of their imagination at this point? Yeah, definitely. We've seen, I've personally seen four or five of them so far, Mm -hmm. and quite honestly, I was amazed at how good they were. I, I didn't, I don't think any of us really knew what level to expect if we were going to get, you know, drawings on a napkin or if we were going to get some people who know how to work in AutoCAD or InDesign and put together some creative. And we've had a little bit of both. We had one beautiful one that was hand drawn out. Um, 
and we've had, and we have a couple that are, you know, clearly professionally done with mm-hmm. someone who's um, not necessarily a professional golf designer, but knows how to work within the files that our designers would work in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really cool to see that. And, and I do know that we have over 50 submissions already, which is exciting for us. You know, I think we're, that's already surpassed with a few weeks left what we thought maybe we would get. So we're excited to see the part participation, but the, uh, the blank slate is every designer in our company's dream to have a piece of property that has no money constraints, no time constraints, and they can just do what they want with the property. And that's very rare. It mm-hmm. certainly happens occasionally, but it's, it's very rare. So it's a great opportunity for someone to show us their vision. What's really exciting about this contest and something that I really didn't even expect when I first heard about it was the fact that the winning submission, will this will actually become a real golf hole. Do I have that right? That is correct. Our, our goal is to implement or at least, you know, take the vision of the hole and, and create part of it on a golf course. You know, design is difficult as projects get underway. And sure. And you got, depending on which design wins, we got to find the right piece of property where it would fit and we could do the design justice. But that is our goal is to include it in a, in a project at some point down the road, which is certainly really cool for, for someone to see that come to life. And along with that, we're also have the technology where we in house can do a digital rendering of the whole in a 3d model where you'd actually be able to play it on a simulator (laughs) or play it in a video game style. So you can really see what it would, come to life as so that that'll be another great feature that we'll be able to do for the for the winner that's absolutely incredible i mean as we mentioned at the top i mean anyone who's ever grown up playing the game you you have that imagination you're playing those shots either in your backyard or even at your your local course you you want to see that Mm -hmm. come to life and and that's not all that winners would receive in this as i understand that you also have the opportunity to go on an all expenses paid trip to play a nicholas design that that's correct so we're going to invite the the winner down to our offices in palm beach gardens and show them around the office give them some memorabilia and some swag and introduce them to the team and our designers you know of course we have mr nicholas who founded the company and his son jack too as well who's involved on the design side still as well but we also have um, seven other designers globally that work on projects and a few of them are based out of the Palm Beach office. So sit down with those designers and discuss that person's design and maybe show them some other designs and some of the other projects we're working on. And then um, hopefully get out for a beautiful sunny day in Florida for a round of golf on a Nicholas design course. Well, that sounds fantastic in and of itself, folks. I mean, listeners, you got to get involved in this thing. And, you know, <laughs> right? you know, Tommy, what's interesting, too. I'm trying to find a way that I can win. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could imagine that Nicholas Design employees are, are not eligible. But, yeah, I mean, trust me. <laughs> no, we are not. We I'm are sitting not. here drawing on my paper right now trying to think of a design because I want to get in on this. Um, so what's interesting, too, is that, you know, uh, when this episode airs, there will still be time left to submit someone's design. And so the question yeah. has to come up. I mean, what what is Nicholas Design looking for in a top design? And maybe not for the contest per se, but even traditionally, what what are some of the, the like the the main features that we could see in a Nicholas Design? Yeah, you know, it's interesting always hearing people's opinions of what they think a Nicholas Design course or a jack nicholas signature course entails but um you know in in speaking with our designers and with mr nicholas and really learning our process it it kind of comes down to three 
main points. And the first one is being balanced in the routing. So in this case, you know, they're designing one hole, but when we look at a golf course as a whole, we want to create balance. So we're looking to create, you know, four par fives that are in four different directions. So you're not playing into the same wind every time looking to create of those four par fives, one that's reachable, one that's probably not reachable and the other two in the middle, depending on the wind and the conditions. And then you're looking to, to do the same thing with the par threes and par fours as well. And then the second feature we're looking at is the strategy, which really comes into play on this one hole that we're asking people to create. And we always, when we're designing holes, our designers are always looking to create every hole with a certain strategy. You know, you don't want it to just be a bombs away, get up there, bomb a drive, and then you have a wedge in. We want you to think about the drive. So mm. if it's a longer hole, you know, it might be placement up the right side to make it a little bit shorter angle into the green, or there might be a, a speed slot up the right or left side, things like that. Mm. And then the third thing that we we look for when designing holes, or our designers look for, I should say, is to be honest on the hole. We don't like to really have too many gimmicky things. We like everything to be out there in front of you and you'd be able to see what you're getting yourself into as you're teeing off on that hole. Hmm. And uh, so those are really kind of the three main features that we work off of when, when laying out a, a routing of a course and then get into the individual detail of the hole as well. That's something that's really important too, because as folks who have gone and played many different courses by many different designers, sometimes the hole isn't always out in front of them. I mean, there's a lot of hidden yeah. things. You know, Pete Dye, for example, sure. is very, yeah. very big on hiding things. So we got a course by yeah. me that I play often that I have played a hundred times, but I still just find something new and I didn't anticipate that. And sometimes that takes something away from the experience. But based on your answer you just gave, it sounds like there's some value to having everything out in front so the golfer isn't surprised too much. Yeah, certainly. And and I can't say that there's not ever a surprise. I'm sure there's some, you know, you certainly have some dog legs, but it, it's certainly a, something where you at least want to be able to understand where your ball needs to go. Right. So it's uh, it's an important thing. And as, as a golfer, for me, you know, gimmicky holes are my least favorite thing. Some people love them, you know, but that's just a personal preference. And, sure. Uh, that's, I think, what makes the game so interesting and what makes design of a golf course so interesting. You know, one person's favorite course might be one person's least favorite course, and that that's what's great about the game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everyone's so different, and everyone's got the different, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, every course has its own personality, too. And, and at the top of the conversation, you had mentioned that Nicholas Design focuses a lot on renovations, at least stateside. But I also yep. know, um, and conversations with, with uh, folks that we both know, that you're building a lot outside of the United States. Uh, how has Nicholas Design expanded internationally? Yeah, we. I would say most of our new build work is internationally, which is exciting. You know, we've had the, the privilege and opportunity to go in and help develop golf in new markets, whether it's been in Cabo, Mexico, or Vietnam. Currently, we're expanding. We have um, five courses open for play there with another seven under construction. We'll probably have 20 courses there when it's all said and done. Hmm. And that's a new emerging golf market um, all the way to Australia. And then right now we have in Saudi Arabia, we just signed our first deal there where they have this vision over the next 10 years to build a bunch of golf and resorts there. So it's really exciting. Some of the places our team has gotten to go over the years and we're in um, 40 U.S. states and 45 countries worldwide 
with over 424 golf courses and with over 30 golf course projects going right now. So it's it's been pretty impressive that we've been able to stay so active, and uh, it's it's an exciting exciting time to be in design and exciting time for our company as well. Well, as the as, game continues to evolve. Absolutely. I mean, and, and that goes into just how the game is evolving. I mean, the the game is changing. Technology is changing. I mean, we'd be remiss not to at least tangentially touch on the fact that, you know, a lot of thought is around distance these days and, yep. you know, how that will impact course design. How are you seeing that all fit together uh, from your perspective? You know, it's interesting because the one of the most common things we do when we go back into our golf courses that we've designed in the past, or even ones that were coming in that we didn't do and we're doing a renovation or redesign is we're actually adding more forward tees. Hmm. So even though everyone's discussing this whole distance thing, it's really interesting. If you look at it from the perspective of, yes, we're adding some longer tees in some cases on some older golf courses, but more often than not, we're trying to, add tees to make a golf course playable from 4,000 yards. I mean, there was a time where you would never have made a tee box under 5,000 yards, right? let alone maybe even 5,500 yards. So it's, it's a, that's an interesting time, and that's a big trend in the game, and is not only the distance, but making golf courses more player-friendly, more playable, um, and then really creating some new things at golf courses. We've done a 12-hole golf park in Utah at our Red Ledges course there, which has an 18-hole championship course, but they wanted something to for the families and the kids to go out on. So we had this piece of land, and we built. They wanted originally to build a nine-hole, uh, another nine-hole regulation course, and Mr. Nicholas came in and said, "Listen, you have 18 great holes. Why don't you build something for the community and for the for the beginners, and it can be utilized for something outside of golf." So mm-hmm. it's 12-hole par three course. It's amazing, it's beautiful play as a golf course, but then in the evenings they'll open it up for kids to come out and kick a soccer ball around or have a picnic with their family and stuff like that. So that's just one of many examples. We just built another a new par three course at the concession course, and that's a really another tough golf course high end that they wanted something for the families that are there and the and the kids. So we built this great little par three course and, you know, that's a trend in the game in general, but I think staying one step ahead of it and continuing to push um, our team to come up with creative things is exciting and unique and certainly something that separates us uh, a a little bit from the rest. Yeah. And and that trend that you touch on about how golf course land and the layouts can be used for multi-purposes. I mean, it's not just always golf. It's, it's truly, treating the land like a park. And I know that there are a few around my, my hometown, for example, that might have summer concerts or even dinners out on the golf course. Is that something that yes. Nicholas Design also embraces? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think as we continue to move forward, especially in the U.S., but I mean, the you see the same trends elsewhere in the world as well. I think anything to utilize uh, a space to get p- community together mm-hmm. And the golf course is such a great place for that. You know, you, you can't play golf 24-7, although we do have some courses, especially one in Vietnam that comes to mind that has lights on it, so you can utilize it for golf all day around <laughs> now. But, you know, it, it, I think golf is such a good community activity and sport, and it certainly takes up a lot of space. So finding ways to utilize the facilities 
whether it's the driving range at night, you know, the top golf model and things like that. I think the golf industry as a whole is really embraced more. And so you see people challenging us when we come in to design a new project saying, okay, we still want our 18 hole golf course, but what else can we do? Hmm. And so coming up with some new ideas and creative thinking is a good practice and something that we're continuing continuing to be excited about. So that's actually really interesting and something I hadn't considered before. So even when you have those initial design conversations, they're actually coming to you up front to say, hey, we want to use this space for something more than just golf. Yeah, absolutely. I I think at one point, you know, back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, everyone wanted a golf course to be designed so you could have a tournament. Well, now they want a golf course to be designed so it can be used for other things as well. Hmm. So that's that's probably the simplest way to show how there's been a shift in the game. And, you know, everyone wanted the biggest, best, hardest golf course so they could host a tournament. Well, now they want the most fun golf course that can be adapted to something else other than just a golf course. Or maybe not the course, but the facility or have some extra room for it to be utilized for something else as well. Yeah, and I, I believe, and listeners to this show believe, that that's really the best way to grow the game is just make it truly yep. a part of the community and, and maybe to break down some of the the stigma, perhaps, of, you know, it's only yep. for a select few. But really, it could be a game, and it is a game for anybody of any lever, level or any uh, socioeconomic status. Exactly. So I want to get back to the, the contest really quick here. And once again, listeners, yep. we were talking to Tommy Hearden here from uh, Nicholas Design. Now, Tommy, obviously, it's to design your dream par four. How can listeners get involved in this? Because as the time of this recording, uh, time they still have some time left. Yes, they do. Uh, you can go to golf.com where the contest is located, and I believe it's golf.com backslash design contest. Yep. As well as you can go to nicholasdesign.com where the link to the contest entry on golf.com is located. So uh, submit it submitted online through there and march 15th the submissions will be closed and at that time nicholas design will review the submissions and select a top 10 and from there those will uh, be put online for the public to vote on along with golf.com experts opinions as well as nicholas designs designers opinions and then we will choose a winner for a and the prize will be a round trip um round trip trip to Palm Beach Gardens where you get to meet the Nicholas Design team and play a Nicholas Design course. And at some point, we look forward to incorporating the winner's design into one of our golf courses. It's an exciting contest, folks. And once again, as Tommy mentioned, you can go to either of those websites and you can also actually email your entry to designcontestgolf.com. Or you can also mail it to uh, Golf Magazine and the Nicholas Challenge, and there's an address over at golf.com slash design contest. And so, Tommy, thanks so much for coming on today to share a little bit about your background in Nicholas Design as well as this fantastic contest. I hope a lot of folks listen to this and get involved. Likewise, and thank you for having us, and we're excited to see some more entries and see the results.